You are now tuning in to the Top Shelf Edition, presented by Northern Superior Brewing Company. Northern Superior Brewing Company always brings forward top shelf product and customer satisfaction. Located on 50 Pym Street in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Northern Superior is available for local delivery or provide a friendly yet exciting atmosphere inside its tap room. Follow Northern Superior on Instagram or Facebook. You can also check out their website at northernsuperior.org. At Northern, we're superior. It's a Northern thing. Now how about some hockey chat? Let's get to the crew inside the Gem Studios, bringing you Gem and the Game Sports Show Hockey Edition, Top Shelf. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is the Top Shelf Edition, presented by Northern Superior Brewing Company. It is your host, David McKaig Jr., inside the Game Entertainment and Media Studios. And joining me virtually through Skype, unfortunately, they're not inside the office. Of course, following COVID-19 lockdown protocols, point first to the one and only Alex Parr. Parr, my friend, how's it going? What up, what up? Man, I don't even know how to introduce myself anymore. It feels like I've done this too many times. I can't, I can't do anything creative anymore. I'm out. What's up? You're creative. I'm good, man. Uh, thanks for the lesson prior to coming on the show in terms of video. Hey, man, that's what I'm here for. Love that. You are our video expert. All that great video content that we are able to upload on our site, the special edition shows, that is courtesy of the one only Alex Parr, just so everybody is aware of that. That's not Dave McCake. I'll tell you right now. That, uh, I'll tell you right now. I know this guy that I'm about to introduce to you will second that it is definitely not David McCake doing those videos yet. And I'm going to go to that second individual, someone whom got equated on the show with yours truly back in 2016. Thanks to sitting beside me at the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation Marketing Department at the casino, talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs, which now has spun into be a, a great friendship and now getting to be a, one of our sports analysts here, of course, for the Game Sports Show and the Game Entertainment and Media, Justin Heichel. Hike, my friend, how she go? How it goes? My hairline hasn't changed a bit in all those years either. <laughs> no one can critique this. No. That's... Uh, no visual. It's no, there's no video for uh, confirmation on that one. How's uh, how's everybody doing? Good, but hint, hint, we will have video in the very, very, very near future. So you're going to be wearing a hat, though, I'm guessing, for those broadcasts. Ever, anyone that has ever seen me in public has really only ever seen me wearing a hat. <laughs> well, there's one guy that wore a hat in a press conference for the Toronto Maple Leafs. His name is Nick Foligno. And that hat was his dad's hat. I don't know if you guys saw that. Well, his it's dad a, lost too. His dad's a loser with the Leafs, so he's going to be a loser with the Leafs. They're all oh. losers. I don't want to start. I don't want to get into it yet. Oh, you've had a rough week. Yeah, man. You know who else had a rough week? Not the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> well, you know what? Sometimes you got to throw people a bone. Sometimes you got to beat a team that hasn't won a game in a month. At least one out of two times. Yeah, they haven't won much of anything in a month. They won the go fuck yourself jackpot is what they won. <laughs> and the COVID <laughs> diagnosis cup. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, the, if I'm the Canadian government, I'm scared of what the Vancouver Canucks did because, like, I kind of want to get COVID now. It makes you look faster, stronger, makes you look better at hockey. Like, uh, I mean, at this point, uh, is it so, so much of a bad thing? Serum. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, guys, you know we're gonna we're gonna get into a 
a good amount of hockey content here, of course, on Top Shelf, as we always do. But before I do that, I'm going to remind listeners that this will be commercial-free, but it won't be product placement-free. And speaking of product placement, Northern Superior Brewing Company, I sit here inside the studio enjoying a nice Northern Lights, an all-natural light pilsner, premium all-natural craft beer from Northern Superior Brewing Company, proudly brewed in the Sioux, and they're superior, and it's a Northern thing. Absolutely delicious. The amount of Northern Superior pints that I have in this house are amazing. And the flavors, the, the types of beers, amazing. Make sure you check out Northern Superior on their website, northsuperior.org, Facebook and Instagram. And also, if you're in Sault Ste. Marie's free local delivery. Where the heck are you going to get that type of service? You get that nice Northern Superior vehicle running around. It's definitely eye-catching. It's decorated nice. Pull up right to your door. Put the beer right on your step or on your lawn. Or maybe they'll throw it up to your floor of your apartment building. Who knows? But Northern Superior is full of surprises, but their beverages aren't full of surprises. It's all naturally delicious and has been delicious since day one. Heichel, you and I and Parr as well, you had a couple opportunities inside Northern Superior Brewing Company inside their tap room. What an atmosphere that can be when the game's going. What the hell does that feel like? The last time we were inside Northern Superior Brewing Company was myself, Parr, and Dane, March of last year. Parr, can you second that? Is this true? Sounds about right to me. And then we went and started playing uh, NHL together, and then we just never stopped because there was nothing else to do. (laughs) I've been inside the Northern Superior, of course, for visits, but obviously because of COVID, it's been restricted in terms of being able to go to the tap room and enjoy uh, the overall atmosphere inside the tap room and love supporting local on this show. And that is a key thing that we do on this show with a various amount of our sponsors, as you'll see, and you'll hear some more product placement as the show definitely goes on. When you call Northern Spirit Brewing Company, mention that you had the reference from the game sports show. Maybe they'll hook you up. Maybe they won't, but it doesn't matter because you're going to get a nice delicious beer from Northern Superior Brewing Company. <laughs> How's that for product placement? Booyah. Say it one more time. But nonetheless, we got a couple things we're getting into in particular. We do want to discuss local uh, to an extent here. We did have a discussion, myself and Scott, uh, through the ESPN 1400 edition that was recently uploaded. Make sure you check that out, as well as all the great uploads recently from the Game Sports Show, especially Martin St. Pierre's upload, whom, may I mention, was on Spittin' Chicklets after our upload, may a keyword there. Uh, not trying to throw jabs to anyone on Chicklets, just so you know. I'm just saying, when you check out Martin uh, Martin St. Pierre's Instagram page, you'll see two posts. Spin Chicklets post and the Game Sports Show's post. And make sure you check out that edition. It's absolute fire. Great stories. And each show actually has different stories. So if you want to get a lot of Martin St. Pierre content, the hockey world has had a great chunk of it this week in total. But I will say... That we did discuss, myself and Scott, going back to that point, we did talk about the Royal being cancelled. And obviously the Ontario Hockey League is the only uh, junior league that didn't get a chance to start up. And there was player petition going around. A lot of players went to play in the American Hockey League. Uh, European players stayed overseas to play for the majority of team players that were drafted in the National Hockey League maybe had a chance to play in the National Hockey League or again, as I mentioned, the in the American Hockey League. But one person in the Canadian junior hockey realm, Connor Bedard, had a fucking stellar first impression 
that kid is going to be a stud. But we don't, we're not going to jump into that. We're sticking with local, as I mentioned. We had some comments released to the media as of late from a local perspective. And we've had Jamie Tardiff, which will be, spoiler alert, one of our special edition uploads coming up. But it's just absolutely gut-wrenching for the players to think about. It makes them sick knowing that they won't most likely won't be able to play this year. And you got to admit, Justin, the way Jal got shafted. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I really don't know what to say. Like, I just feel bad for these guys. I mean, there's, it's not, there's a lot of kids that had other opportunities. The Europeans got to stay in Europe and play there. Uh, a lot of the American kids could play in, you know, other leagues in the States. If they were part of USA hockey, I think USA hockey took care of them. Um, but if you were a citizen of Ontario and played in an OHL market, you kind of got dicked. Like, I don't know how else to say it. There wasn't, and the league was trying. I mean, they say that they were trying um, to figure something out for these kids, but it doesn't, like, nothing really ever, nothing happened. I mean, the other, like, the Western League was able to get going. The Quebec League was able to get going. You know, even even the teams in the Western League that, they the American teams that they were picked up by an American league and they figured it out. The Thunderbirds figured it out here, you know, on a on a more local level. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not 100 percent how it shook out with the Sioux Eagles, um, but you know, I mean, if if the exhibition games, the Eagles, they had a couple, a little bit of time. They didn't get a chance to have a start up with the league, but they had some time against club teams and had a little bit of ice time this year. But I mean, like, look, like everybody, look, oh, pretty well, everyone but the OHL got to play hockey. I mean, even men's league was playing here in town for a bit. Oh yeah, and I was shredding up that ice. So shred yeah, up. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. What's the stat line on the season, Dave? Well, I know <laughs> our team only lost three games all year. Okay. We well, were... well, no, your personal stat line. Let's not dodge that question. I don't know, but I do know and remember one thing. Uh, there was a couple games that had some pretty saucy Jake Gardner giveaways. But nonetheless, on the last game of the season at the McMeekin Arena here locally, which everyone knows is an absolute disaster of an arena, okay? The best, the best rink in the country. It's McMeekin. nice and warm. It's nice and warm. That's what I like about it. Uh, messed up a little. No, it's, a, it's fucking freezing, Par. It's like the <laughs> rink. Best, <laughs> I, I know. Best shower facilities this side of, I don't know. But I did a, a back toe drag move, much like how Dane Hancho does in Chell, pulled it off, and it was absolute sickening. I was getting that stride. I was doing hot this year. And, of course, now we did have a prediction that the Mayor's Cup was going to be happening. And, spoiler alert, the Game Sports Show was going to do a good extensive amount of coverage in the Mayor's Cup because it used to be well covered in town. But now it seems like with the lockdown extension that actually the Mayor's Cup might get canceled unless it, if it does extend again for sure. But maybe if it doesn't, there might be a chance. But like you're saying, Justin, there has been a time here where a lot of leagues got into it except the Ontario Hockey League. And I feel like there has to be justice for the players that didn't play. Like I don't know how the hell you're going to do that. I don't know how you make that work. Prior, is there a way? that they can get the players that were supposed to be overages a chance to play? Can they bend the rules next year saying, hey, these guys can play an extra year, but then fucking shaft the other older guys the next year? Like, how can they make this work? Well, I saw some people mulling around the idea of extending the age limit for a year, but then also people came back with the fact that can you really have 21-year-olds going up against 15-year-old Connor Bedard? 
probably not. But you could also cap it. You could say maybe only one 21-year-old, but still, I don't think that can happen. I really like what the AHL did, kind of picked up uh, some of the players that could play. They were old enough to play, I believe, like Ryan O'Rourke, I know, got picked up by uh, Iowa, I believe. Uh, Jacob Laguerriere was picked up by the Laval Rockets, or he might have been drafted there. Um, But there was just a few guys that were able to jump over to the AHL. But for the rest, like the guys that weren't draft eligible yet, absolutely shafted. And for the guys that were going into their overage year, I I don't know. Do you start looking at schools already? I would imagine you'd have to. If I'm at NCAA schools, like usually when you play in the Ontario Hockey League, if you're going to go over to NCAA, there's that gap between rules have changed. So I imagine I might get a little bit uh, kind of corrected on that particular point. But nonetheless, speaking of NCAA, Lake Superior State had a killer season, right? Which was so exciting. Like imagine, let's go to the what if factor. COVID wasn't here which it's been here over a year, so there's no if with that. But the Hounds could have hosted the Memorial Cup. The Lake Superior State University Lakers get into the NCAA tournament. All And the Sioux Thunderbirds this year had a very good hockey team as well. Who knows what could have happened with that. Or the Sioux Eagles, or even Blind River, which I consider in the Algoma region, obviously. Don't forget Sioux College, too, man. I mean, like everything... Yeah, Sioux College, yes, thank you, of course. Uh, definitely we're, we were looking forward to working closely with them this year, even further extensive, but hopefully next year that can get back to uh, reg, reg, uh, being back to being regular. But the amount of talent we could have seen would have been amazing. Even the basketball teams at Algoma University, things were really looking up for them, especially on the female side, has always been strong. They would have had a great season. Everything would have been great in terms of local sports from the amateur level up to this to the major junior level with the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds and also the NCAA with Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. And it's just that it's unfortunate about the Ontario Hockey League because it is essentially nothing has been finalized. Nothing has been released yet. There's still the optimism that they're going to try to do something. And I've said numerous times, I would love for them not even to bother a season, but to do like an NCAA 16 team bracket or a full league bracket and just have a battle two, two a couple of mini game series is like a best of three, every series back to back to back nights get all the players in, make it just exciting, have like every team and everything going on in there if you can. And I don't know how that would work for the American team, so that would be the kind of the hurdle they would have to cross. But if you have the Canadian teams going, at least you can have an NCAA bracket-type tournament play for the Ontario Hockey League uh, season championship. Heck, give it, a, give it a creative name this year if you want. Give it meaning. I don't care. I don't think you would change it. Maybe just keep it the OHL championship for the 2020-21 season. And have something, get the players on the ice just to be able to be involved in something. I've, I said that would be exciting. You have the room in this type of era in COVID to be creative. But they're not really going to have the opportunity to be creative if these lockdowns keep happening. But that's another topic, and we're not a political podcast. And if I was, I would sound like an absolute tool, unlike I do sometimes anyways. But there's a lot going on in the Ontario levels in terms of the hockey sense. And it's unfortunate that some comments are reading from the hound staff perspective, how sad it is to see that they might, or most likely won't get a chance uh, to drop the puck in the Ontario hockey league this year. Par, any final thoughts, Justin, before we proceed? No, I think the sum it up best is they got fucked and that's just about it. (laughs) Yeah. we're, We're all pretty crusty about it. That's, uh, that's where we're at. 
certainly. It's like the grumpier old middle-aged men podcast. (laughs) Now, product placement incoming. Little Caesars Pizza, our sponsor for for our special edition uploads. We actually had multiple giveaway plans that were supposed to start in January, but given COVID, I've held on to these wonderful gifts that Mike Famia has provided to us here on the Game Sports Show to provide to you, the listeners. We will be having multiple Little Caesars giveaways, and everyone has been asking about the Norton Superior Sports Center giveaways. We'll be having that as well, especially in particular going back to Little Caesars Pizza. Little Caesars Pizza has the online pizza portal. Uh, they are absolutely delicious, quick, they're very inexpensive, and it's delicious pizza to enjoy. Many dipping options available there, too. Like if you want some garlic, you want some hot sauce, you want some ranch. Everyone likes their ranch with their pizza. It goes well with Little Caesars pizza. So make sure Man, you check Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah this, and the sticks, my God. Never mind just the pizza, the sticks. Everything is just delicious, and yet you don't feel guilty eating it because it tastes so fucking good. Little Caesars Pizza, Little Caesars Pizza, Sault Ste. Marie in particular, hats off to Mike Flamia. Make sure, I know, of course, we stress local on the show. And yes, Little Caesars is a franchise, but it is a local business owner in particular if you're looking at Sault Ste. Marie. So get on down, make a call to Little Caesars, pick up your hot and ready, and get your hot and ready ass on the couch to enjoy the game in your living room and stay the fuck indoors and enjoy Little Caesars Pizza. There's the plug. You want me to do what with my ass? Sit down and I don't you know. You want me to get my hot and ready ass sitting down? Huh? Okay. Huh? One thing, uh, what's going on here? What the, What did I walk into? <laughs> One thing we're for sure not talking about is how Par goes to the bathroom, but that's a whole other conversation for another day, another time, maybe for another type of podcast nonetheless. But so It's not where I park my car. <laughs> The National Hockey League, the West, they, they extended the West schedule to May 13th. So there's been some schedule adjustments, of course. And everything's going to be certainly creative when it comes to Vancouver. They're going to be playing a lot of hockey coming up, of course, and making up for it and coming. So the COVID protocols in the National Hockey League have been, I think, quite effective they've had a lot of different stoppages but i think the league overall has done well in terms of adjusting what do you think like you know it's considering that like everything's how this has all kind of gone down on the fly and the vancouver thing was seemed to get out of hand pretty quick i mean we've had a little outburst here and there where teams have had to bump a game or bump two games and the schedule is a pretty accommodating to that but vancouver i think was almost three weeks and so you've got to reschedule three weeks for the games. I thought the JT Miller uh, sticking up for his teammates was pretty solid because you don't often see a lot of that, you know, nowadays that most of the players seem to toe the line in the league, but he's right. And the, the one day practice, I mean, as a Leafs fan, I think maybe they should have no days practice um, would have been better for us. But in, in terms of bumping the schedule and adapting, I think the league's done an awesome job. See, and Par, going to bounce this back to you in kind of a different perspective. Now, given what's going on, especially in the Canadian division, you couldn't have Vancouver not make up these games because of how imperative it was in the standings. I mean, I guess not. It doesn't really – like at the start I was saying, ah, maybe just you know shut it down. They're not going to be healthy enough to play. But they are. They're healthy enough. So play, <laughs> play the fucking games, Vancouver, and I don't want to hear it. 
you sound very. You know what? We didn't get a chance. Okay, so I'm gonna tell listeners right now. On this podcast, we talk every sport, obviously, and when we come to hockey, myself, Mar, and Heichel are Maple Leaf fans. Dane is an Edmonton Oilers fan, and and um, when I EJ Russell's a Columbus fan, Scott Neeson and Butch are Detroit Red Wings fans, and the list goes on. In terms of Toronto fans, you're looking at the core three right here. That we everything on this show, as everyone knows, we touch base on every particular team. There is no bias. We get a little bit excited about one particular team, and that may be about the team that we cheer for. But the Toronto Maple Leafs, okay, I had – and, of course, I've had the opportunity to reach out to Steve Dangle and have a little conversation with him prior and, uh, of course, uh, thank Par on that notion. But, uh, you know, that's hopefully someone we can have on the show in the near future as planned. A little spoiler alert. And I watched his YouTube upload where he said – the most recent one, where he said that he would stop his videos if this team doesn't get out of the first round this year. All right? I want to go around the table, and if, okay, let's be real, Toronto should and will make the playoffs. I think that's almost fair to say. <laughs> I don't know I what. Think it's imp- I think it's impossible for them to miss. Like, maybe not mathematically impossible, but. Literally. I mean. Oh, we don't know what place, right? It could be first, second, third. They could be Montreal, Winnipeg, or I mean, whoever the hell they're going to play first. But if Toronto, never mind the first round, you can go both ways on this question. If the Leafs don't get out of the first round or get out of the second round, what happens to this team? All right, go first and let it all out, my friend. Let it out. I know you want to. What? Nothing's going to happen. People are still going to pay to watch. And when the arenas open up, they're still going to sell out every night. And then MLSC will just be like, well, we got paid. So, I mean, it's just never different. It's never different. My existence to watch the Leafs since since I knew what hockey was has just been pain and suffering and the roller coaster of emotions of, oh, yeah, this. No, no. Hilarious circus loss. Fucking e-bug. Fucking Boston three times. Uh, what is there to say? No, what? there's nothing to say. They just are hilariously bad until the end of time. Oh, see, that, that you're actually more calm than I thought you were going to be. Justin, I feel like I was expecting you to go the calm route, but maybe you'll have a couple more outlooks on it, or maybe you got a little more frustration being a Leaf fan slash also an analyst, keeping it kind of professional. Well, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the pain. In the 90s. Oh, yeah. I even, the I, high stick. Yeah. That, that, that miserable goddamn disaster. And I, then, like, my, I, my I first lost, round of college. My first round of college was the lockout. And then I was blessed with the John Ferguson Jr. era. <laughs> what an absolute brutal piece of absolute GM garbage he was. In Has it gotten any better since? A little bit. Uh, Real? Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, you we don't have... yourself that it got better. We don't have Vesa Toscola. No, <laughs> but Vesa Toscola probably would have beat a team that wasn't out for a month. I <laughs> doubt it. Vesa Toscola couldn't stop a goddamn beach ball, so... You I mean, that was the same team that traded for Olaf Kolzig, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Remember Olaf Kolzik, the Toronto? I don't know. I'm going to see if I can find that trade. I, I remember that deal coming across on, like, deadline day, and it's just like a, huh? 
What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? And then I remember like the July 1st when that they signed Jason Blake. That was the blockbuster fucking deal, Jason Blake. And then a yeah, couple years later, what, who the hell was that? Tim Connolly? Here we go. Tim Connolly. First line center for Phil Kessel, finally. Going to lead us to the fucking promised land with Tim Connolly. Come on. Like, you couldn't even figure out how to get Brad Boys back after you gifted him to St. Louis to no, put him hilarious. with Phil it's going to be funny when you talk the trades made at this deadline the same way you're talking about those trades at that deadline fucking X amount of years from now. Oh, we thought Nick Foligno was going to do it. We traded for Dave Riddick. It's going to oh, be it's all, like, it's all going to be the same. We will get kicked out the first round and it won't matter. David Riddick's goals against in Vancouver were absolute trash. Yeah. I've never saved Dave. No save Dave. Big save Dave. I have never seen such absolute garbage go in. And I've seen Vesa Toskla, I've seen Andrew Raycroft, and I've seen fucking Michael Hutchinson last year. Okay? Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, well, you know what? I saw Michael Hutchinson play for Colorado in the playoffs last year, and he looked pretty fucking good. So. Michael Hutchinson <laughs> didn't even look that bad this season. No, he didn't. He didn't. He looked better than Riddick has. Yeah. I'd love to see him go with Riddick right now, to be completely honest. Olev Kolzig was traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs along with Jamie Heward, Andy Rogers, and a fourth-round pick as part of the trade for Richard Pateau. <laughs> what the hell are any of those people besides Olaf Kolzig? What a, what a dump. <laughs> so, to go for who they like traded for, people. Uh, Richard Pateau, I'm definitely butchering that name. He was a fourth-round pick of the Los Angeles Kings. He played 15... NHL games getting three assists. He's a defenseman to the left. He's from Daysland, Alberta. Obviously, he's in a daze. You can see him as this pitcher, this muggy's on on him. An absolute freak if I looked at him. He played at Colorado College. Uh, he played in the, with the Marlies, North Tampa Bay for 11 games where he got his three points. He even played for the beloved Edmonton Oilers in 2010-2011 for two games. Fun fact of the day of who the heck that is as Olev Kolzig went to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, German ice hockey goaltender who played in over 700 games. Chairman. And when he played in Toronto, guess how many games he played in Toronto? We have silence. Zero. Exactly. That's why there will be silence. He played zero games for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I played one. Not one game. Not one registered game in Toronto in the regular season. So, so under that trade, that must have been the worst box trade I've ever seen. No, the Raycroft one was pretty bad. Oh, Raycroft. Tuka Rask is, uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. But, fellas, we've got a couple other teams we're going to talk about before we wrap up the show anyways. The Leafs. We're, we're not going to get into game analysis just for relevance of content. That could be for another show or another news discussion. The Leafs, the next upcoming games against Winnipeg. Right uh, now. Yeah, exactly. Let's, uh, let's go get miserable again for two and a half hours, guys. Woo. Let's do it. Going down the whole rank. But you know what? Colorado Avalanche clinching a playoff berth. It seems like as evident as wild Vegas Golden Knights. Colorado's been looking solid. Vegas looking absolutely solid. Got to give kudos here on the show to a legend, Patrick Marlowe, who should have been traded to the Leafs at the deadline. Just kidding. Why? 
Yeah, let's get the fucking retirement home opened up. And that's a new business for the Leafs. Joe, you can't, you can't. Yeah, I don't even want it. I can't, I can't, I can't. Settle down. <laughs> Carolina, Florida, and Tampa Bay, that division's looking absolutely stellar. Uh, but overall, we've talked about divisions. The East Division, got Washington, the Islanders, Penguins, and Bruins. Penguins let six goals in in one period against the Devils. That almost bit was almost a shit show. But overall, the divisions have had great turnouts, and it's going to be real tight coming down the North Division for the top seeds. But the Central Division, I got my eye on the, the, the Hurricanes, Panthers, and Lightning. Whoever comes out of that division is going to get absolutely their fucking body dismantled and bruised, and it's either going to be for the best or for the worst as they proceed into the final four. Because I think a team that's going to walk out of the east or potentially the north might not be as beat up as a team from the central division. But, Par, Heichel, I want to give you the floor each on a couple things, putting you on the spot with this before we wrap it up. I want you to bring up a couple topics yourself or a couple news pieces that you want to bring up and relevance of news. Maybe if you want to talk about a rookie who's been hot, you know, like Jason Robinson in, in Dallas. Or if you want to talk about the New York Rangers, how they've kind of turned around their year and Lafreniere starting really uh, to fit in more than he did at the beginning of the year. Or if you want to jump into any kind of news in the hockey world, feel free as I gave you the floor for a couple minutes each before we go to our wrap-up. Par, you're first, my friend. I'm more excited to see Springer debut for the Jays than I am for anything hockey-related right now. Even if the Leafs were to win 15-0 tonight, I still wouldn't care. Uh, yeah, I'm miserable. So that's all I have. Springer's playing inter-squad tomorrow. You love to see it. You love to see it. Let's get excited about that, you know? Uh, what's his, uh, someone else is playing, too. Nate Pearson, I think, is playing, too. Oh, no way. Oh, my goodness. Look. Look at this. More excitement for baseball than I have had for hockey in the last week. So, yeah, go Jays, go. Who thought I was going to pull that information out? Not me. You're not Connor Henderson. So, you know what? That's impressive. <laughs> Heichel, my friend, I know you got some maybe some banter with hockey that you want to get into, maybe outside of Toronto, perhaps, or maybe inside Toronto or any kind of news. I mean, uh, Alex is probably going to throw his phone across the room as soon as I say this. But Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Listen. Phone's down. Phone's I, down. I kind of want to see the Vancouver Canucks go on a run here. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, why not? Who yeah, well, a good not? story that distracts you from the Leafs being a bad story? Well, the only thing that it will remind me of is it'll be like, oh, and it started with those two big wins against the Leafs. Because, like, hear, think, hear me out. If Montreal goes into a tailspin, then we don't have to play Montreal. And with that shakes that whole monkey. And then maybe Winnipeg goes on a bit of a run and we drop down into second place. And you play we've, had, we've had the Oilers number all season. Or Vancouver gets so hot and the Leafs continue to lose that Vancouver takes the Leafs spot. And it's now Winnipeg, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Montreal in the playoffs. And the Leafs miss. You got to relax. 420 was two days ago. <laughs> You see, well, I don't know, like the division. It's just kind of fun to watch right now. I mean, if you can distract yourself from Toronto, and I mean, Calgary was a disaster, so that was good. I mean, they were the they took the place of the disaster that Ottawa was last year. Ottawa has no fucking quit to them. They've been fun to watch. Every Ottawa game is pretty well a decent game. One day, <coughs> one day 
the Ottawa Senators will be a top team in this division. Flat out talent. I think my predictions at the beginning of this season for the division was Ottawa making the playoffs and Winnipeg missing. So, yikes. Yikes on that one. You know what? Honestly, I thought Vancouver was the disappointing team this year. I thought they were going to have a better better season after having the – they were the best Canadian team out of the bubble last year. But the bubble obviously really explains a lot because look where Columbus is sitting in the standings right now. Absolute. They're below the Detroit Red Wings. Did you guys know that? They are below the fucking Red Detroit Red Wings, second last, not last. Hey, Par, one more thing, actually. How much does CVY fucking flees the fucking Capitals? Yeah, I mean, Samantha's good, but, like, that's a lot. That's a lot for Anthony Mantha. Like, God. I don't know. I got got a lot of Wings fan friends, and they were like, they've never been happier. They won the cup in 2008. I'm sure they were happier then. Well, but to get rid of Mantha, they seemed pretty pretty happy. Anthony Mantha, they had the contract extended. You bring in Verana, you bring in Panic, a first and a second. Holy great! He's collecting draft picks like he's friggin' Thanos. (laughs) Stone. Getting the fuck. He is inevitable, okay? He is inevitable, Stevie Eisman. I think that's what, yeah, that's what Thanos says. Making sure I got my fucking references right. But nonetheless, how good is Captain, uh, how, uh, oh my God, Dave Rewind. How good has Winter Soldier and Falcon been? Not going to lie to you guys. Okay. I haven't, uh, uh, haven't watched it. Pretty solid. And the Mighty Ducks, it's a real kiddie show. And it's not as good as the movies, but I have to fucking watch it, which breaks my heart because I'm not a fan of it so far. I don't know if anyone else has gave it a shot yet. Nope. No, I've been watching that. Um, it's some cartoon on there. It's made by the same guys at Rick and Morty, or well, one of the guys from Rick and Morty, and uh, it's pretty solid if you like um, sarcastic humor. Everyone loves sarcastic humor. I miss uh, watching Family Guy as much as I used to do. I'm not gonna lie. Le- Leafs are up one nothing, Matthews. Oh, there we go. At the time of this recording, that's perfect time. Ah, here comes to- the pain, boys. Let's go. It gets to the Babcock. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> we got into a good amount today. Of course, uh, we we talked about the obviously the Ontario Hockey League. Briefly went into some news about the, Na- the National Hockey League. We'll be getting into more topics as we get into as teams clinch playoff bursts and as we monitor everything that goes on in the National Hockey League up to the playoffs. So definitely keep it locked here on the game sports show. This has been the Top Shelf Edition presented by Northern Superior Brewing Company and Holy. Christ, what did I say at the beginning of the show, Par? Where are you supposed to get your beer? You gotta go to Northern Superior. Are you kidding me? What kind of question is that? Why are we going to Northern Superior? Because it's a superior. It's it's superior. Have a great beer. Yeah. And they're a sponsor. I mean, I would have went there regardless. It's just that good. Yeah, it is. Delicious. And there's also other options, too. And what's the big thing, Hike, that we say on the show when things are closed? Go support what? You gotta support local. If you don't support local, you're a jabroni. Love that. <laughs> Northern. All the businesses get out and support. See the game sports show. We have fun. One of our shorter top shelf editions. But par, my friend. Thanks for coming by. Until next time. I don't know. Keep that head ball. Keep your glasses on and That's keep playing. You know, and keep draining putts in your living room because the golf courses are not open in Ontario. Ah. <sighs>
Uh, yeah. Well, with a name like mine, I shouldn't be going to the golf courses because everybody tries to shoot me. Speaking of golf courses. Yikes. Michael Dolan. <laughs> Speaking of golf courses, Michael Dolan's charity golf tournament. Uh, if you haven't enrolled in that, get in. If you are in it, it's first come, first serve type. I'm back in it. My longest drive last year, 312, baby. Oh, my God. Tiger Woods, move over. Like with the cart or? <laughs> Heichel, my friend. I miss uh, not. I miss. I miss not seeing Par at the, especially when where we used to work together at the hospital. But nonetheless, I miss you. Got to come by and watch a game in that garage. Of course, following COVID protocols are not doing it. Are are just when lockdown's done. But overall, thanks for taking your time to come on the show. It's always a blast, my friend. Oh, it's always good to be here. It's good to talk to people that aren't my dog and the cats and Tiana for a little bit. Not that that's a bad thing, but, man, this lockdown's really starting to drive me a little nutty. Oh, it's starting to drive a lot of people nutty. Everyone, if you have an issue, make sure you reach out to someone to talk. Be there for someone, especially for this time in need. It's definitely been hard times, especially if you're in Ontario. Now, COVID can fuck off at any time. That's what will be my last words in regards to the show. Par, Heichel, thanks. Listeners, hope you liked a little bit of swears and a good amount of hockey content. And a lot of the content the Game Sports Show provides, make sure you hit like, follow, subscribe on all the platforms of the Game Sports Show, the Game Entertainment and Media, soon to be on YouTube and soon to be coming more video content. Very excited about that coming up. This week we have more content coming up. There's expected to be a hot seat podcast uh, for EJ Russell and Escanaba. We expect to have Strike Zone this weekend, myself and Connor. And we do plan to upload a special edition show. This week's special edition upload will be with Jason Strudwick. All of you know him from playing in the National Hockey League and, of course, being on Sportsnet now as well. And also he had some wicked flow when he played. The guy was a good-looking guy when he played. I'll be flat-out honest. The guy had some wicked flow. So make sure you get ready to get all that content lined up to watch, in particular the special edition upload presented by Little Caesars Pizza, Little Caesars Pizza SSM. As I have one more sip of Northern Superior Brewing Company pint, getting to the wrap-up point here. I'm here to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. And happy Earth Day. Booyah.